the Plotcast podcast with the Potty Plotters. Hello and welcome back to the Potty Plotters Plotcast. I'm Elaine and I'm the big potty plotter. And I'm Julia and I'm the little potty plotter. And together we're known as the Potty Potty Plotters. And don't forget, you can get in touch with us at any time via our social channels, whatever they may be, which are, Julia? That's Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Potty Plotters. Email us at NaughtyCorner at pottyplotters.uk leave us a message and we'll get back to you that's what they always say anyway what are we doing today well we're gonna have a chit chat about chitting so so chitting let's let's get right with that word julia that's c-h-i-t-t-i-n-g and usually we associate the word chitting with potatoes and in front of us we're sat in the polytunnel actually up at the allotments at the moment and uh, it's fair to say it's a winter's morning but it's very warm because the sun's shining yeah and i had a phone call from you very excited this week to say that you'd found some seed potatoes in the shops so I what have you got have, yeah and they were a right bargain so i've got two kilos here of what's called first earlies and i'm going to describe what they're all about in a little while but the particular type that i've got here are called swift and these are what's known as a first early so in layman's terms these are simply the first potatoes that you can dig up whether or not you're going to put them into a pot or whether or not you're going to put them into your plot it doesn't matter how long will they take to grow elaine about 10 to 12 weeks from the time that you put them in but don't forget we're not planting them julia we're chitting them and that is completely different so And why are we chitting them? Well, we don't have to chit them because chitting is just another word for letting them sprout. Um, And we need to let them chit so that it gives them that boost before we put them into the ground. And the little sprouts that will be growing on them are around probably one and a half inches long. That would be the ideal. So not the long spindly ones that you find at the bottom of your cupboard? No, 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 not even in the fridge either. No, that's when it's gone too far. But don't worry, because if it is that they do do get very long i.e more than really one and a half two inches all that we're going to do is later before we get to planting stage we'll tell you what to break off because we will snap them off right. in order that you haven't got them lolloping about in the owl that is a technical term julia don't look shocked at me <laughs> <laughs> so what's this you've got in front of you you've got all your egg boxes you eat a lot of eggs don't i do you? eat a, a, a lot of eggs yes and uh, i was going to say we grow a lot but no we just eat them actually and uh Right, so what I've got in front of me are loads and loads of egg boxes and they are all the cardboard type. I haven't got the plastic. Why not? Why haven't you got plastic? Well, generally speaking, plastic makes you sweat. Although saying that, with the sun coming through this polytunnel, I haven't got any plastic on, I can assure you, (laughs) and any of my layers, and I am sweated. But I've got a tray here, so one that holds about 24 different eggs. And I've also got some of the smaller ones, which are the standard that you normally find in a supermarket or the local shop, that will hold six it doesn't matter which type you use but preferable I would always go for these type which are the cardboard so if you were recommending somebody who'd never grown potatoes before would you recommend a first early as the, the one to start with I would yes because the first early as I say only takes 10 to 12 weeks so that will be from the time that we plant them and we're not going to plant them until the warmth 
actually start. So it's generally round about Easter and of course Easter moves every year but I think this year it might be March, April and that's generally when it is that the sun shines and we do get longer days, lighter days and it is much warmer outside. That's when it is that the potatoes will start to grow. So what we're going to do before we get to that stage is I'm going to open this net in front of me Someone's had a Weetabrix. <laughs> <laughs> or for something like that. Actually, I did this morning, I will say, yeah. And these potatoes in front of me are, as I say, seed potatoes. I've got two kilos and they cost me £3, so they're a right bargain, bargain. bargain. Can't beat it for the amount of potatoes that you'll get from them. So what will I get out of all of these? How many potatoes will I get? Well, there's probably about 25 seed potatoes here. And we always say, generally, don't we, that 10 potatoes, equals roughly one kilo one kilo of potatoes equals one row on an allotment so what I would say is that we've got a few rows worth here and I'm going to also put some into some big tubs because they generally will um, work a lot faster than those that are in the ground depending on when you put them in but we're going to put some in your polytunnel as well oh are we thanks yeah. for letting me know I just thought I'd let you know so these uh, seed potatoes are all lovely and dry there's no damage to them and they're all round about the size of an egg ironically that isn't can it, I just really? stop you there Elaine yes. when you said there's no damage to them if there were any in there that were damaged what would you do with them uh, bin them uh, that's I just would get rid of them because as soon as you've got one that's bad it generally it will spread to the others and we don't need them we've got plenty of taters to go at here so what I'm going to do now is I'm just putting each of these potatoes into the egg box and I'm standing them up like you would an egg so if you've got some that are a bit fatter then just stand them up so as I say they all look like eggs very very easy and just make sure that none of them touch each other because if you have got one that does go bad then obviously it can contaminate the others so just plonk them all in and then what I'm going to do is I'm not going to leave them up here Julia because we've had some terrible frost so I'm going to take them home pop them into the shed and the shed is frost free it always has to be where it's frost free it's not warm it's cold but it will be just in front of the window okay. and then what they'll do is they'll grow towards the light but as I say don't put them in the dark that's just a fallacy and it will take just a few weeks that's all to get going and then we'll tell you what to do with them oh lovely and you did mention these are first earlies what are the other kinds of potatoes that you can actually grow? Yeah, we've got second earlies as well. And second earlies take really just a few weeks longer, 14 to 16 weeks to grow. And they are really your standard potatoes, such as Charlotte. Most people know what Charlotte's yeah. potato is. It's a really nice salad potato, I think. And then we've also got main crop as well. And I know that you love first well, those, don't you? <laughs> yeah. And that you always go for the pink fur apple. I do. And that's a very knobbly old uh, old fashioned potato but it's absolutely beautiful but if anyone likes to peel their potatoes it's not the one to go for because it is so knobbly you'll have no potato left and you are going to chip them exactly the same as i'm doing absolutely although a main crop potato you don't have to chit if you don't want to just stick them in the ground you're not going to gain that much extra with a main crop potato lovely so let's all get chitting Contact the Potty Plotters anytime on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Potty Plotters or email naughtycorner at pottyplotters.uk 
then, so we've moved our potatoes to one side and they're busy chitting, whatever that might be, but they are busy doing it. And Julia, we've moved in a big basket full of plastic uh, milk bottles, uh, cardboard, tights, pop socks, etc. What's that all about? Well, we went straight into the bin and we're looking at things that we can use for recycling to use on the plot to save people money because it's something that we've noticed is when people start out, they want to go out to the shops and spend lots and lots of money on lots of things that really they don't need to because they've already got them in their house or in their recycling bin. And I think recycling is a very popular thing at the moment, isn't it? But actually, allotmenteers have been doing it for donkey's years. They never throw anything away, which is why my shed is the state that it is. So I've got in front of me a big um, plastic milk bottle with a green top on. What can you do with that? Well, so a couple of things we've already done with this. We've chopped it in half. Um, that's on the horizon. So what's that? <laughs> yeah, that way. <laughs> we've chopped it in half anyway. We've used the bottom bit planting, making holes in the bottom. And we've actually used the top bit as a little uh, lid on the top of it, snug it over, and then that'll make a nice little greenhouse. And if you want to let a bit of air in, just the uh, lid off the top so. genius so you don't need to be buying them no, no. okay right and the next thing that oh, we've, oh just another, go minute, oh, just another, another idea another idea for the milk bottle which we're using already here we've we've turned one into a scoop for our compost and it is a proper scoop actually isn't it yeah it's really really useful because you can use the handle so again chop your milk bottle in half and just make it a little bit curvy around the uh, the middle bit and then you can use it to scoop your compost so it's perfect and it does the job that's what we like right then in front of me i've got this huge basket now of all these plastic bits and pieces i mean i do get my family doing this as well but during the winter in particular you do find that you're uh, buying more fruit and vegetables than any other time and in particular julia like this one if i can actually part it which i have right over to you my friend it's a plastic container with a lid on the top yeah so this this one comes with the lid attached to it which is brilliant because it fits really snugly when you clip it together but it's already got the holes in which you need for drainage so all we'll use this for is a little kind of planting um pot so what, like a greenhouse a little bit like a greenhouse so we'll put the compost in the bottom we've got the holes already there and then we'll plant our seeds on the top and then all we'll do is clip it over the top and make a mini greenhouse so that will hold the the moisture in help the seeds germinate just pop it on your windowsill or somewhere that's warm but what i would say is make sure you've got something underneath it because if you pop it on your windowsill you go end up with a big mess on there when it starts to leak through the bottom so put it on a tray or something like that yeah i always put mine on a tray actually right then moving on now then we've got here um an array of uh, pop socks <laughs> right pop sock over to you <laughs> you can do that and i shall do this that's in my hand oh that's nice so i've got your little pop sock so what i would use that's this... not a little pop sock julia <laughs> no, you've got ginormous feet um, you've got in fact you're ginormous in every way um <laughs> so what i would use this for is to uh, tie in a new tree to keep it nice and firm but you want a little bit of movement in the tree so instead of going out and buying a special uh, strap that you can get to strap them in just use an old pop sock figure of eight tie it in job done 
another thing that we could do with it is actually cut it into little slices and make little ties out of them because that would work really well again it's something that you don't need to go and spend money on and you can get other members of the family to do it when they think that they're going to be watching cricket football rugby dog racing horse racing or anything else whilst not doing anything that's useful so in front of me here, I have got... Now, this was a hold-up stocking. Oh, in your racy amazed. days, was it, lady? <laughs> <laughs> well, it didn't quite work out how I imagined, Julia, because have you ever been embarrassed before when actually you can feel something running down your leg? <laughs> and in these terms, I mean this hold-up. So they don't hold up. It's all a fallacy, that is. So what I now will be doing with this is I will be storing my onions in it. They work beautifully because all you have to do is pop an onion down into the foot area and then what you do is either clip it with a peg or alternatively tie a knot then put the next onion in my dad used to do it years ago when loads of us as girls were at home and uh, they were hanging all over the place outside in the coal house <laughs> in the greenhouse but you don't want to be walking into one but yeah we'll get a lot in i've seen another genius way of using those actually is if you've got some uh, plant pots that you want to store and you know we reuse our plastic pump plant pots there's nothing wrong with plastic as long as you can keep reusing it so we uh, store the plant pots put them down the tight leg and actually hang them in your shed and it's perfect because then you can just decant one at the bottom almost perfect another thing is if you can and they are wide enough i'm not saying i've got fat legs but what you can do is you can still get this over the side i'm pulling it wide julia <laughs> very very wide and this you can actually still get over certainly a terracotta plant pot if you've got bulbs in it it stops them squirrels getting in it does although I have seen them trampolining on them occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> on my block? Yeah. It's amazing what happens over there. So it's fair to say that we do use loads and loads of different things, including our bras and yoghurt pots. I've noticed that you've got a yoghurt pot there. Yeah, I like to use the yoghurt plot. Plots. Plots. I like to use the yoghurt pots and I cut down them and I make myself some little plant labels. That's perfect for plant labels. Also, the tall yoghurt pots, they're really good if you're growing sweet peas, peas or anything like that that have a nice long root. So that's another use that we've got in the uh, recycling. And what do you do with your bra? Uh, <laughs> fill them. <laughs> I fill them with strawberries, although we're going to have a go at shallots, aren't we? We thought that we year. would have a go with them, yeah, just to see if it actually works. So it's fair to say, don't throw anything away. It won't be long before anybody's got a divorce because obviously your house will just be full of all of this stuff that we can recycle. But it is worth it. It will save you a fortune in the long run. That's it for this episode. We'll be back soon when we'll be looking at rhubarb so thanks again for listening don't forget if you've enjoyed what you've heard press that subscribe button as soon as you've found it never miss one of our episodes and we'll speak to you again soon at the next episode so bye, bye for now the plotcast podcast with the potty plotters is an amberland media production